High Noon with George Hook. Thanks to ClaytonHotels.com with 17 hotels across Ireland and the UK. All right, uh, welcome back to High Noon. I'm at Taste of Dublin 2017 in the Ivy Gardens. A listener says, I nearly crashed the car, salivating over the description of the perfect roast potato. Stephen Limerick says, why do you discriminate against the Scots? Well, why no Scottish Lions? Well, it, there's 15 in the rugby team, and I tried to divide 15 by 3. I couldn't divide it by 4. That's why I left the Scots out. Bill Hughes is with me, an essential song. Bill, hello. How are you, George? We're, we're here, all right, in the madness of Taste of Dublin. Good God. It's huge out there, isn't it? Crazy. Well, I haven't been out there, so I don't it's know. Cr- I had to batter my way through. I nearly didn't get in. Security man, no. What are you doing? No. No, there's nobody here for you. <laughs> it's like real oh, security. Go on. Anyway, listen. I was thinking of a song. For today, for taste, and I was thinking for of food. for taste, food or drink, because today is food or drink. And right. I thought of a song, uh, and it describes a man who meets a woman, and after heavy drinking, the man wakes up hungover to find his spurs and his money have been stolen by the mysterious woman as payment. She took his silver spurs, a dollar and a dime, and then he declares that he wants some more of her wine. So yes, the song is Summer Wine, and it's written by the great Lee Hazelwood, and it was performed by Nancy Sinatra and Lee Hazelwood in 1967, and it was a massive hit. I remember that. I hope so. It's yeah. a great song. And, and, and Nancy is alive and well, I'm delighted to hear. Oh, I have loads to tell you about Nancy, but I want to tell you about Lee first. <laughs> well, I want to talk to me about Nancy, but okay, Can it's, I tell your, you, it's your st- I story. I want to tell you a bit about Lee, no, because like, he's an amazing guy, because he served uh, with the United States Army during the Korean War, because he had been, like he was brought around by his dad, his dad was an oil man, and he grew up in Oklahoma and Kansas and Missouri and all these places, but he managed to get to college, he managed to get to medical school, and uh, did his medical degree. Uh, and signed up and then ended up in the Korean War. When he got discharged, he came back and decided, no more medicine for me. I'm going to be a DJ on the radio and I'm going to write songs and, the, and music. And the first person he started writing for was Duane Eddy. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I thought Duane Eddy didn't sing. I thought he no, only it was played the guitar. Instrumentals and, and Lee Hazelwood co-composed Peter Gunn yeah, for the Peter Dwayne Gunn Eddie. team yeah. which was a, a series television yeah. series and yeah. 40 Miles of Bad Road and Shazam and Rebel Rouser and all those songs and then he but he also wrote Houston for Dean Martin in 1965 and like in the later days of his career his music was picked up by Primal Scream Nick Cave Megadeth Beck The Tubes all the really cool kids in the rock and roll world so he's he was liked a lot but he was diagnosed with terminal renal cancer in 2005 and he died in 2007 um, but a great loss because Lee Hazelwood was quite something but the big thing for Nancy Sinatra and she was born uh, last week in 1940 she's a year older than me 1940 she still has a radio program in America yeah she does a lot of good work. Uh, born in Jersey City in New Jersey, she's the eldest daughter of the three children of Frank Sinatra by his first wife, also called Nancy. And when she was only five, Frank recorded a song for her called Nancy with the Laughing Hair, Laughing Face. And uh, in the 50s, she got into college in California because they moved over there because of his film work. And uh, she, she 
she studied dancing and voice and she was studying music and all that but she dropped out to make her professional debut in a special that Frank Sinatra was doing to welcome Elvis back to America after his stint in Europe with the army. And so Nancy was uh, dispatched off to the airport on behalf of her father to welcome Elvis. And it was a big uh, TV special. And on the special, she performed and danced with Frank. You make me feel so young slash old. He was saying, you make me feel yeah, so yeah. young. So, so um, she got a, a recording deal. But she nearly lost it because nothing was happening. And uh, in 1965, uh, everything was washing up for her. And she was only a young girl. But, but she had the wrong name, really. Sinatra. It was hard. Do you know? It yeah. was hard. Because, interestingly, Frank Sinatra Jr. tried to have a career and didn't. Not a chance. Not a chance with the name. And that's why Liza Minnelli was sensible to take her dad's yeah. name and not yeah. be Liza Garland. Right. So yeah. And but, Frank Jr.'s dead. Yeah. So Nancy, uh, what she did then was she did a, 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 a duet, something stupid, with her father. And that went to number one all over the world. And in the meantime, Lee Hazelwood approached her and he said, OK, number one, you're singing in the wrong key. You need to sing lower. You've got a gorgeous husky voice. You need to do something about the image. You need to become hip now. So she had her hair bleached. She got loads of uh, eye makeup. She wore boots high and he wrote the song, These Boots Are Made For Walking. For you, and that went to number one all over the world, and that was followed up by Summer Wine, the song we have today. And Summer Wine is just such a fantastic song, people still record it as duets. I mean, qu relatively recently, Bono did a duet with uh, Andrea Corr of the Corrs singing Summer Wine. Well, I talked to her in Los Angeles, uh, but on telephone, yeah. and like, what a lady! She's I mean, a lady. you know, I mean, so many of these superstars. Uh, but but this was a great woman, I must say. I had huge regard for her, and I loved her stuff. I mean, I loved her her songs. Uh, so are we going to have a listen to this? We Summer are wine. indeed. Summer wine, Nancy Sinatra, and Lee Hazelwood. Berries, cherries, and an angel's kiss in spring. My summer wine is really made from all. I walked in town on silver spurs the jingle too A song that I had only sang to just a few She saw my silver spurs and said let's pass some time And I will give to you summer wine Summer wine Strawberries, cherries And an angel's kiss in spring My summer wine Is really made from all these things Take off your silver spurs And help me pass the time And I will give to you Summer My eyes grew heavy and my lips they could not speak I tried to get up but I 
find my feet She reassured me with an unfamiliar line And then she gave to me more summer wine Summer wine Strawberries, cherries And an angel's kiss in spring My summer wine is really made From all these things Take off your silver spurs And help me pass the time And I will give to you Summer wine When I woke up, the sun was shining in my eyes My silver spurs were gone, my head felt twice its size She took my silver spurs, a dollar and a dime And left me craving for more summer Summer wine Strawberries, cherries And an angel's kiss in spring My summer wine Is really made from all these things Take off those silver spurs And help me pass the time And I will give to you My summer Well, there you have it, another essential song from Bill Hughes, uh, Nancy Sinatra and Lee Hazelwood. Bill? Can I draw your attention to some of those lyrics? Because that sense of, uh, euphemistically, that summer wine was sex, obviously, and uh, he was getting lots of it, but that, in fact, she had been a lady of the night. And the line, when he says about being... uh, sort of he can't hardly open his eyes and can't sit up and that she reassured me with an unfamiliar line seems to refer to a line of cocaine and that in fact it was a drug den so there's a whole sort of uh, school of thought about what that song is actually about but that it's it's quite a down and dirty song well uh, I missed all that because I'm too old to know about any of the things you've talked about <laughs> uh, but having said that the purity of her voice oh, I think is great super voice and, and that then in the same year she then went on to record one of my favourite Bond themes of all time You Only Live Twice which is just Brilliant! I oh, love yeah. I love her recording of that. Yeah. And like when she was approached and she said, "Are you completely crazy? Are you sure you don't want Shirley Bassey?" She didn't believe that her voice was good enough, and so that lack of self belief, I suppose, you know, from years. But but something that really sort of perked my interest was that at nine, aged fifty four, uh, she posed for Playboy in the May nineteen ninety five uh, issue. And she made on t- uh, appearances on TV to promote it uh, and to promote the album. But the magazine, it caused so much controversy. Uh, on the talk show circuit, she said that her father was really proud of the photos. And uh, people who were close to the Sinatra said that the mother was absolutely furious. But Nancy said that when she told her father what Playboy uh, were paying her, he said, double it and do it. <laughs> 
And so that was the only thing. Like he, he didn't mind that she was was doing that. Um, but one great thing he advised her on, because she had 13 massive hits around the world, and he advised her early. He said, you better own your own masters. Those songs, don't let the record company keep possession. You get that back and then you'll be able to exploit them later in life. It was very astute business from Frank to pass that to the daughter. So she did that, and she also bought up the rights to the videos that were made of her. And at the time, there were young filmmakers in Hollywood who were the next wave of Hollywood directors making avant-garde videos, and they were mostly with Nancy Sinatra and Lee Hazelwood, and she owned the rights to them. So it was very, very good uh, business uh, advice. And then back in 2002, um, she came to the UK for the only live concert she did in the UK, and it was at the Liquid Rooms in Edinburgh as part of the Edinburgh Festival. And um, that's in August, so I'm looking forward to going there this year. But the BBC moved in and recorded it, and uh, it's now a classic in their vaults. It's a one-off concert, and uh, they've broadcast it a few times. And uh, another appearance that she made, which I was fascinated by was she appeared as herself in The Sopranos. Do you remember that episode? It was called Chasing It and The Sopranos with the with the, 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 the fantastic uh, Tony Soprano family and uh, so she's she's had quite a career. These days she devotes herself to performing for the US veterans who served in Vietnam and uh, she is one of the big patrons of Rolling Thunder the veterans who are disabled and in, in wheelchairs. Right. So uh, she, she does an awful lot of good work. All right. Well, of course, um, you can stream all Bill's choices uh, on Spotify, the George's Essential Songs, and uh, the Bill's really, but I had to get my name in there somewhere. And you'll find them all there on Spotify. And uh, some, of course, I adore, uh, and others not quite so. George, I'm not one of those people who text you to deliver abuse. You probably won't read this out because it's positive. Um, I love your spots with Bill Hughes. Really entertaining and informative. More of it, please. Well, you, there is more of it uh, next Thursday at the same time on the same spot in the dial. Bill, thank you for joining me. Thanks, George. As always, we're here at Taste 2017 in the Ivy Gardens, and I'm joined by Avril Bannerton, uh, Managing Director of Taste. Uh, this is my first ever Taste. In fact, it's my first ever Ivy Gardens. Uh, what's going on here? Very bold, George. <laughs> We've been here for 12 years, and I'm delighted to have you down. We have so much going on. We have over 30 of the world-class chefs attending our best lineup ever this year. Flavours of the World, which is our big culinary theme. So we have a huge amount of, I suppose, interactive masterclasses, demonstrations, lots of different food varieties. We've really, really challenged the restaurants this year. We've over 20 of them to come up with something really different to, I suppose, just support that whole multicultural sort of theme and... and, and um, now we're here, so, yeah, well, we're here on Sunday, so it opened today at mm. 12. It's 12 opening time every day. 12, 12, is it, 12 opening day, yes. Yeah, so we have two sessions each day, George. We have 12 to 4 o'clock and then we have 5.30 until, until 10.30 at night. So we have at lunchtime 
in an evening session right. and um, we've got four days of fun we have tickets available on our taste of Dublin.ie and also at the box office with the exception of Friday night when we're actually sold out at the moment uh, we have Father's Day on Sunday which is a lovely day to come on down and we also have a style afternoon with Pip O'Connor hosted here tomorrow afternoon Friday Bill, you're jumping up and down. Are you a fan? I love it. <laughs> Look at me. I'm, a, I'm a, a monument to every meal I've ever eaten. But congratulations, Avril. I adore this. Thanks festival. a lot. And that's why I'm giving out to George. I, I, like, I can't believe this is only your first time down no, in 12 years. I come, <laughs> I come every year and uh, I just really yeah. enjoy it. And, and I, 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 I got to know people here, uh, some restaurateurs, through just coming and visiting their stands and and uh, the the kind of excitement they have in giving you the the tastes that they want to share with you um, and I've had some really memorable tastes over the years. One of the things I did by the way is I looked the weather forecast it's mm. set fair. It is absolutely it's one of your hottest tastes ever so it's um, it's looking so yeah lots of sun cream and um, you know just as said you you couldn't be anywhere nicer but in the Ivy, Ivy Gardens when you've got a it's you know it's a culinary playground for the four days really really nice all right well it, every success dear it's a fantastic event and if it's got the bill hughes seal of approval it simply cannot and, and the george hook seal of approval well, <laughs> <laughs> come on now george <laughs> i've been wandering around frantically trying trying to find curried granola and um, i have great news for nora dowling she's won the vip pass for sunday and uh, Nora, you'll have a great time here. You've heard Avril uh, Bannerton there tell you it's supported by Bill Hughes. It is quite simply uh, an astonishing place to be. I'm going out now to wander around, but today we had Paul Buckland on sound here in the Ivy Gardens, Michael Quilligan back at base. Our team was Peter Steers, Eva Breen, Kira Courtney, Alex Russo, and producer uh, Mark uh, Simpson. Kieran Cuddy sits in next for Moncrief. Stay tuned.